technically, it's still winter here in the triad, but this weather of late has us feeling like spring is not only right around the corner, but at times that it's already here, which means we're about to enter the hottest time in real estate. And perhaps now it's the perfect time to start talking to the Sharp Mortgage team about buying a home. When the market gets hot, being pre-approved for a mortgage loan first means that when your dream home hits the market, you're ready to make an offer. The Sharp Mortgage team has down payment assistance programs to make home ownership dreams possible for many in the Winston-Salem and Greensboro areas. They also specialize in construction lending, physician loans, and renovation loans too. Let the Sharp team prove to you how easy buying a home can be. Get started with an email to our friend Ashley McKenzie Sharp, ashley at sharploans.com, A-S-H-L-E-Y at sharp, S-H-A-R-P-E, loans.com, ashley at sharploans.com. This is the Triad Podcast Network. It's me, brother, bad for your help. Look back. If I can Guys, I, don't, I, I have something to tell you. What? This meeting is being recorded. Got it. What? Um, somebody's recording this. It's the balloon. It's either Putin. <laughs> it's Putin or the balloon. Oh man, we got that. Talk about that should be that. Talk about the balloon. My topic is if you could create a spy device out of something that is so plainly ordinary, what would it be? Oh, Some, this is a good one. Something that's ubiquitous in our house, as as, as ubiquitous as a balloon. <laughs> is it emotion? A what? Is it emotion? Oh yeah, emotion. emotion. By balloon of emotion. tears. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You missed tears. <laughs> uh, Adam the beer fairy came by our house today and dropped off uh, beverages for me. And uh, you missed um, the two kids fighting about whose fairy house was better by about mm. seven minutes. Mm. And they were fighting over flowers that they plucked from the yard because it's spring. It is. Yeah, in it February twenty fourth. Our kids Lamar, fight. Anyway. Our kids fight over Pokemon cards. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. If you had to pick like a, a random item in your house to that you would create and make your own um, device in which you would spy on other countries, mm-hmm. then what would that be? I like mm. tears. I like tears. Tears. Be, tears is a tears. good one. Tears is a good tears one. Are around a lot. I think nothing because at this point, like I don't want to be- know what I don't know want to know what anyone else is thinking or doing. I'm like I'm good. I'm. I, I've under, I've got all the secrets and emotion that I care to deal with. I don't need any more. So um, I would turn all my devices off <laughs> and just get some peace and quiet for once. Welcome. That was kind of lethargic. You got to do it crisp. Come on, crisp. Welcome. Welcome. That's it. To Triad Dads with a drink. That's right. Get Use that uh, drive time. Oh, ting. There you go. Okay. Get use, use the drive, drive time, time DJ. This is the Welcome. second time that, that that has been called out on a podcast this week. Oh. A drive time DJ voice. Drive time DJ. It's Triad Dads with a drink with Adam and the Fuzz. <laughs> 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 the, and then someone uh, uh the guy that i was doing the podcast with um sent me the clip of the family guy episode where it was a the dingo and the baby <laughs> <laughs> the dingo and ate my awkward baby. parent that's an awkward parent indeed 
there's always some guy in the back who's like, hey, the other day I saw a guy he was crossing the street weird. <laughs> right? Be the fifth caller and win. Have you crossed the street recently? Be the no. fifth person to cross the street and the third person to call about it and win. And then some lady's like, I don't like crossing the street. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't like it. Not in America today. Yeah. Well, that's anyway. fair. That is fair. Hey, who are you? Who are we? Let's start with who we are. Triad Dads with a Drink. Yeah, a we show are. dedicated to dads who drink, uh, but only medicinally. It's a, it's, a, it's a complex concept. In the triad of North Carolina, or I, I just had a phys- I just surrounding had a, areas. I just had a physical recently, and I had Ooh, to I had yes, to put whether yes. I spend over or oh, drink. No, it. And when it said, "Do you drink?" and I said. Have you heard the podcast? <laughs> and did your doctor only say, for work, hey, only yeah. for business? That's right. Yes, it's only for business, business time. <laughs> That's a professional <laughs> responsibility of mine, and I take my profession very seriously. We are located in the uh, the Triad of North Carolina, or Triad East Region of North Carolina. That's true. And I'm Adam. I'm married. I have three children. So many. One of which has decided to change their code name. What? Ooh, no, no. Yeah, can't. Can yeah. they do oh that? Oh my god, this has never happened. This has never happened on the podcast. Yeah. Breaking, yeah, 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 yeah. breaking news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh new you in 2023. Um, oh my god. So my uh my my oldest, who previously went by the name Cody, Uh-oh. he thought about changing his, but he he's he's elected to stick with Cody. Okay. But the the other option that he was considering was <laughs> he said, "Well, well, look here, here's here's what I was thinking because I like to." And he runs across to the room and he's like, and he picks up these two the the this pair of socks that's on the ground. He's like, "Because I like to take these socks and use them as nunchucks, so I'm going to be sock chuck, sock chuck, sock chuck's uh-huh. going to be my name." I was like, "Okay, neat." Um, uh-huh. so, but he, we, we agreed that he was going to remain Cody, even though I just gave away his other option anyway. Uh, however, our, our middle child who previously went by the name of picky eater is now going to be, uh, henceforth known as Pokemon drummer. Wow. That's extensive <laughs> because it, it's combines two of his favorite things right now. Pokemon he is, drummer. he is obsessed with Pokemon. And cards uh-huh. and stuffed animals and like he's got a pikachu he's got an amulga he's got an umbreon i can't believe i know these names he's got <laughs> eevee um all of these characters from pokemon we, we read books about them he's got tons of cards and just this past week he started taking drum lessons um, really? shout, shout out unc school the arts community center <gasps> at the stevens center That's right. um yeah Yay! so we were that we were there on wednesday of this week taking his first drum lesson so he is now pokemon drummer our little one it. who just turned two uh a little more than a week ago is still known as nugget that's Sweet good so that's, that's good. us that's good hey you, you know what sock chuck sounds like Chuck, chuck, then that chuck, chuck. Do. <laughs> deep cut, deep cut. Go back to season negative 18 on the podcast. Yeah. yeah Tim, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm Tim and I'm currently Googling Pokemon who, who already drum. There's one called Rillaboom. Whoa. That, uh, yeah. That he has like a drum set, like a drum solo situation. 
Uh, he's a gorilla who plays the drums, and his name is Rilla Boom. I'm looking at it right now. I just yeah, gotta, get that boom. Boom. gotta get the boom. Gotta get the real boom. Rilla boom. A drummer Pokemon, a grass type. The one who is the best drummer becomes the leader, and its calm presence helps maintain harmony with its troop. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So I'm Tim. Uh, I am a uh, uh, married man to a lucky lady, and I'm the father. Is she? Of, I don't know. <laughs> she? No, no, no. I think I think she is. Um, I, I'm the father of two wonderful children. Their names are code names are Piglet and Chicklet, and they are just the best. That's I'm it. David. And I'm a lucky man. Hey, you sound great mm-hmm. tonight, by the way. I, hey, I was going to say, and for the first time, I don't know if you can tell. I don't know. There's going to be a video of this, but we're on a Zoom. We can see each other. Mm-hmm. Talking to you from an amazing microphone that yeah. Adam sent to my house and was delivered to somebody else's house. house. God bless. <laughs> and Amazon took a photo of somebody else's house with the microphone there uh, before the last podcast. But then that good Samaritan apparently walked that microphone over here and dropped it off at my house, That's which is why I finally sound like the two of you guys, like a pro, like a yeah. pro. You look like a pro so, too. That hey, guy, the the, the guy or gal that, that found the microphone probably asked you, Hey, what do you use this for? And you, and you said, well, I do this podcast called triad dads with a drink with these two other guys. And you told them who we were. And you said, do you want to keep the microphone? I mean, like, are you going to get that back to me? He's like, yeah, I'm good. I don't want any part of that. And just gave you the microphone. Yeah. Just, just, just he, your mic. He's like, look, I'm not going to mess with that magic. I'm not going to, I'm not, that, that, I listened to that podcast because it's one of Apple podcasts, top podcasts. Triadads with a drink. I bet we are number 15 on podcasts featuring triad dads that drink alcoholic beverages. (laughs) He he didn't want to mess with that magic. So he gave you the mic because when anybody looks at the three of us, they think magic mic. Magic mic. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's the first thought. They look at us and they're like, mm hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a reason we're on radio and not video. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. I am David. I am happily married uh, to uh, a, a lady that I'm lucky to have. She's not lucky to have me. I'm lucky to have her. Uh, and I got two oh, kids, Sneak and Star. That's amazing. Sneak and Star. So those are the dads, and these are, are the, the drinks. Now, now. Oh, it completely blocked out the sound oh, of the it? ASMR drink opening. Uh, let me try wait, mine. Pour it, pour it. Nope, nope. Zoom is filtering that all out. Yeah. Oh, man, Zoom. Go ahead, Dave. You've got the dominant Let's audio. See. Give it a try. No, finally, here we go with it. Did I heard that. that? Yes. yes, that was beautiful. I got foam on my microphone. It spewed all over. So Tim's, Tim's, audio, is, Tim's audio is too good. Got this the best beer name. Talk about that beer, son. Talk All right, about that so beer. Dave, we'll start with you because you always have the mediocre beer. Uh, That's right, oh, I do. Get to I have, the good I stuff. Do. All right, so I'm drinking a, uh, it's called the Saxapaha Pale Ale. It is a, quote unquote, nice, clean pale ale with a punchy little hop nose and enough of a malt backbone to keep everything in balance. Wow. It's from Hall River Brewery, which is actually Right on the cusp, this triad triangle, like uh, Saxophone mm-hmm, yeah. is right there. Uh, and so, uh, it's a, it's a good little beer. Nice little pale. Yeah. This is a time of year I love a pale ale, I love a clean pale ale. Mm-hmm. I, I that was unfair. I shouldn't say mediocre beer, it's just not as spectacular as what Tim and I will be drinking tonight, That's but true. it's still very solid. 
Yeah, that's so true. If, if, it's a North, if it's a North Carolina brew, we're good with it. That's Fascinating right. little town, Saxapahaw. Like a weird little I've, I've still never been there. Yeah, You've never been there? Nope. It's like Brigadoon. It's just, it's just like a it's like three mill buildings next to a river uh, in the middle of, of you think nowhere. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, we only have three buildings. But in them, we have a fine dining restaurant and a, uh, and a music venue and a brewery <laughs> and, uh, you know, like a general store where, uh, you know, kind looking young people with, you know, like uh, Grateful Dead T-shirts, you know, stock kombucha. It's bizarre and wonderful. It's very specific. I love it. I love it. So, uh, Adam, what's that that you're drinking? So we are drinking beers from our wonderful beverage sponsors from Fiddle and Fish Brewing Company in Winston-Salem, located on Trade Street. Uh, our our pal David uh, hooked us up. Not you, David. Uh, David from Fiddle and Fish, um, who's... He uh he hooked us up with some some new stuff. I don't know if it's new to Fiddle and Fish, but it's new to us. Um, so we we got a nice sample of beers that we're gonna try throughout the evening. The one that I'm drinking here, and you are as well, is called Once Upon a Time in the West, uh, which he was very complimentary of as a as a fantastic West Coast IPA. Um, very good, very solid. Uh, really like it. Taking a few sips already. Um, and it uh, reminds me of probably my fourth favorite will smith song your fourth favorite will smith song my fourth favorite yeah yeah oh wow west so do we stack rank those now or is that a topic yeah mm. quick everybody top five will smith songs gosh gosh that's hard men of black men of black is amazing uh i gotta say um uh summertime oh yeah Oh yeah, summer, you're going summer, back to Fresh summer, Prince. Summer, summer, summer you're going back to Fresh Prince. Yeah. That that's go really back. good. Go uh Miami is um Miami. You know, we all heard, you know, we the we I've heard the rainstorms ain't nothing to mess with, mm-hmm. but I can't feel a drip on the strip. <laughs> it's a trip. It's a trip. Ladies half dressed, fully equipped, screaming out, Will, we loved your loved last, your last hit. hit. No, no. Yeah. Yeah, we loved your last hit. So I think um, I'm gonna score me something. I can't do that, can I? Mm. It's a <laughs> copyright violation. Where do you put it's a something Where do you put getting jiggy with it? Oh, on I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go. Let's go. You know, you know what I'm gonna go number one. What's that? Good night, buddy. <laughs> well, that's my, that's my favorite song. Cody, do Cody, don't call me sock chuck. Is uh, is going to bed? If if you go just the two of us right now at this <laughs> moment, go just the two, the two of us. us. And then that's where I was going to go. That was number one. That was it. Was okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, that's sweet. So, we can make it if we try. Just the two of us. And we we got to put. I mean, parents you just don't I. understand. <laughs> parents just don't understand. Some DJ Jazzy Jeff. Wild Wild West is an underrated. That song. It is. Yes. What's up? There he man. is. <laughs> and he's off. <laughs> that was awesome. Oh, hang on. Hi, buddy. Hi, buddy. <laughs> Hi, buddy. <laughs> he he looked a lot like your wife right there for some reason. Like the really? smile. The smile looked oh, very much yeah. like. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah I'm, going, I'm going just the two of us. Number one Will Smith okay. song. Okay. 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 Yeah, I uh, I gotta stick with um, good that is that is black. excellent. Remember that, just in case we have a face to face and make contact. The title held by me, M I B. What you think you saw but did, you not, did see. not see. 
All right, now Speaking of stop. what you yeah. think you saw and did not see, can we take this segue to go into the last two months of our lives where we spent a lot of time as a country shooting down unknown floating balloon unidentified objects? Like, yeah. All of a sudden, we're like, I don't know. There's stuff floating over our country. We don't know what it is. We scrambled some fighter jets, shot it down. Everything's fine. I'm like, I saw that movie. It's how- not fine. This is how they make contact before they make invasion. You want to know what you want to know what I thought? When when all that was going down, how would you feel like where where where's your mind at if you're the person in charge of of piloting the Goodyear blimp at the Super Bowl mm. right after all that was happening? Yeah, that was going one of the down. Bits I saw was uh, the you could Goodyear get me blimp. up there. The digital screen on the side just said, don't shoot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. That's good. That's good. Yeah. You know, I think it's interesting because, um, you know, there was the big balloon and then they were like, all right, let's just tweak our radar. And then it was like, whoa, there are balloons everywhere. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I think I they're the, balloons. The, the first big balloon was like up last, shore last and... scene of her Sumter. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, I, I, my family, uh, that is, uh, it floated right across my hometown and, uh, my family was like sending pictures, you know, like you could see the thing in the sky. They shot it off of the coast of Myrtle beach, apparently not concerned at all about who gets tetanus and, uh, which if you were, if you were going to guess the five places in America where it was most likely to be shot down, Myrtle beach would be in there. Correct. Yeah. But if you told me it was shot down over Myrtle beach, I would assume that it would be people in tank tops, uh, on the beach firing into the air that were responsible for shooting off fireworks and making contact. Basically, you know, I would, I would assume that it was a bottle rocket situation. Yeah. A Uh, scientific weather balloon was shot down off the coast of Myrtle beach by speaking of, Here's a sec. Speaking of things that get shot out, that get shot out from the oh, geez, let's not get into that. Um, speaking of things that wait, 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 I got, I got, I got, wait, I'm gonna, I'm gonna interrupt your segue with my segue. I'll never forget the time that the three of us drove to Florida for spring break your freshman year, and you decided, like, let's play the license plate game. What state do you think that most of the cars will be from? And I'm like, well, we're driving from North Carolina to Florida, so it's definitely Georgia. And like, you were like, it's adorable. It's Ohio. And I was like, I don't even know where Ohio is. I don't think that's true. It's in the middle of the country. And you were like, it's going to be high. Just you wait. Mm -hmm. And then 8,700 Ohio license plates later, you won, Adam. You won. Yeah. And and now you can play the game whenever you drive uh, in the summer into Boone, North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. Florida. Florida. Where will most of the license plates be from? All of them, Florida. All of them, Florida. Florida. Seven miles an hour. Hottest places in the U.S. Um, uh, Speaking of things that are shot out of the sky, are you guys going to see Cocaine Bear? (laughs) Uh, You know, I I probably will. Um, (laughs) But, you know, a lot of people are enthusiastic about this movie. I think it's great. I think it's great because it's right. It's like snakes on a plane. It, but it, but it's a dramatized version of something that actually happened. I know, which is wonderful. So like, so like they take this really, they take this thing that's kind of interesting, but it didn't really have much of a story after the you know the bear uh, ingested all this cocaine and just died. And they said, well, what would it be like Spoiler if a alert. bear? If a <laughs> well, that's in real life. That's in Spoiler real life. Alert. No, that's the real story, Dave. But does that's Jack drown? I don't spoiling. know. Jesus I'm not Christ. But I have a certain respect for any movie where the plot and the title are the same thing. No, like <laughs> your your one cheater on on the plot of the movie, your plot synopsis, it's just right there. 
It's just right there. Yeah. But but I love the fact that it's like, well, okay, so there's this story, but let's let's use our imagination here. And let's say, what would the bear do if it actually was on a cocaine high? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. the, the best part of this was on a, on a walk today. My wife was like, so you, you guys got any topics you figured out for the podcast? And I was like, we've got one. <laughs> She's like, what is it? And I was like, cocaine bear. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> it was like playing is, is playing at aperture last night. And I was seriously considering, Hey, maybe the podcast should just be, we go watch cocaine bear. And yes. then we, and then we break oh, out our microphones right outside the theater. And that's when we record <laughs> right there on fourth street. I would do it. Uh-huh. Would we do can it. still do that. I, there's nothing stopping us from doing <laughs> when's the next show. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to get an Uber from, uh, <laughs> from it is, it is nine, it is nine twelve Eastern standard time. Whew. On a Friday, Which, as we know, since we're old, is uh, three hours past my bedtime. Yeah, uh, we didn't actually go over our topics beforehand, but what you just said there, Dave, is is I'm going to give you guys the heads up for my topic for later, which is describe a moment where you felt your most old self. Oh, that's good. I thought your topic where, was cocaine bears. Now I'm confused, but I like it. I like where it. you felt the oldest, or you felt the most like your old self. Oh, felt the oldest. Good. Oh, clarity. where you felt the oldest? Yeah. Yeah. Where you're like, wow, I've never felt older than I do right now in this moment. Yeah. We're all in our early 40s now. (laughs) Okay. I just got to say this. Cocaine Bear. (laughs) The New York Times review headline is (laughs) Cocaine Bear Review. She never forgets her lines. (laughs) (laughs) Lines and lines. lines. It's good. Yeah, I I see. (laughs) Yeah. There were a lot of high fives in the New York Times newsroom when they came. That's out. pretty good. I forget fives. Lines. Yeah, high fives. Yeah, never yeah. forgets her lines. Hi. Anger. What? Hey, he did that. <laughs> Let's do the wordle. Oh god. <laughs> Trivet, if you're listening, do the wordle. <laughs> do the wordle. Hashtag do the wordle. <laughs> do the wordle. You can join, you can join the you can join the podcast where you do the wordle or have a kid, whichever comes yeah, first. That's it. Whichever yeah, comes first. Yeah. Which I think at this point might be have a kid. <laughs> might be. Might be. You never know. I think right. that's why he's not doing the wordle. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Practice. Maybe. 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 All right. Uh, you guys got some dad moments. Yeah, I got some yes. dad moments. You got some dad moments. Yeah. That Eve. Yeah, dude. Got some dad moments. Go ahead. Adam. Uh, Dave, Dave looks um, determined here. So I'm gonna let you go first. Okay, so this is my dad moment of the week. Keep in uh, mind, your last dad moment was you just describing like uh, no good, terrible, very bad day, or whatever the the title of that book is called. Alexander um, and the God. terrible horror. Alexander, oh yeah, God. yeah. That you you kind of described that, and you said, and then all of that, you know, after all that happened, I still had to go and be a dad, and we had <laughs> mad, mad respect. Oh yeah, you had a didn't you have a gaping head wound? Oh yeah, yeah. I walked into, into a, a sign. sign. I yeah. walked into a sign and <laughs> bent bent the metal sign with my forehead, and then discovered six hours later I had a bloody scar on my head. Yeah. Just like, hi guys, I don't know why, but everything seems really dizzy. Um, which you know, which this- I walking into a sign is about as subtle symbolism as a cocaine bear. <laughs> like, so, like here's a sign that I'm having a bad day. Sign. Wow, look at that! Right? Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Be here all night. That's right. We we will be. If you've listened to this podcast, you know we will be here all mm-hmm. night. We will be. We will be days we later. Are. Okay. Yeah. So here's my here's my dad moment, which is okay. the the world of you never know, uh, like when your kids are going to need you. 
right? Like what's going to prompt them to need you. Mm, Um, This is not as serious as it sounds right now. I'll tell you that. So uh, I don't know if your guys' kids play Minecraft at all. Have you ever played Minecraft? Yep. So uh, so Sneak um, has, I downloaded Minecraft on the iPad, like, I don't know, like six or seven months ago, because all of his friends play Minecast, Minecraft. It's like, dad, dad, Minecraft. So every so, you know, he plays Minecraft, like, couple times a week um and i don't even know what he does but he's like apparently created an entire world i don't get it man by the way i don't get i don't either like because i'm like what's the what what's the goal here like yeah there's no goal it's just like he just keeps like hacking at the world and then building lava towers and you you just described mining and crafting (laughs) 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 he hacks and he builds what is the point of this game and why do they call it that because all he does false advertising All he does is mine and craft things. I don't really get it at all. So, but apparently he spent like the last couple of months, like crafting an entire world around his desires, which as you all know, sneak is just like lava monsters and towers and, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, skeletons and God knows what else. But then all of a sudden yesterday in a very serious voice, he was like, mom, can you delete Minecraft? She was like, what, 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 What? what? she was like, he was just like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> so it's like what what what's up and so then last night i'm putting him to bed and and my wife's like he he needs some love right now he's really struggling and he is terrified he's like shaking in the bed he's like dad dad can i sleep with you tonight can i sleep with you tonight? guys please Whoa. can i please sleep with you tonight and i was like buddy what's going on he's like i just <sighs> opened minecraft and it was just it was gone i was just back at the beginning everything was gone it was just oh. me and the two trees and I was like, oh, buddy, I'm sorry. He's like, it's just everything I built is gone. We all know that and pain. And I was like, buddy, I'm so sorry. And I was like, I mean, I get while you're sad. He's like, I'm just scared. And I was like, but why? <laughs> That's not the emotion you expected. Scared, right? <laughs> He's like, it's just all gone, dad. It's all gone. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, my God, he is confronting the mortality, right? Like the finite yeah. existence that oh, we yeah. all live, right? Mm-hmm. He's like. Just like he's like in tears. I finally calm him down. I'm like, buddy, this is normal. Sometimes apps lose data. I start trying to talk to him about like data integrity and hard drives and the fact that sometimes like we lose things. And one time I dropped my computer in like 2007 and I lost everything on it and I had to start from scratch. And he's like, Do you have to retype everything that you had? And I was like, Well, not really, but it was still a big, you know. So finally get him to bed. To be fair, I, walked- I don't know how that could happen with the computers that you built because they were extremely sturdy. No, this was a, a <laughs> state of North Carolina IBM ThinkPad, Ooh, which just, yeah. you know. Yikes. But yeah. so then, of course, like I like I finally get him to bed. Right. He's terrified. He's like, I'm scared because I lost. It. So I walk downstairs. I like open up the iPad and I'm like, oh, it just logged me out. Like, oh, log back in. The entire lava world is there. Everything's fine. And so this morning when he wakes up, I show it to him and he's like, oh, dad. oh my God, dad, you oh. have never been more of a hero oh. in his eyes. He was like, thank God. I, was, I like, almost I was, quit. I almost and I, quit. And I, and I was like, buddy, what? Why were you so scared? He was just like, Dad, I was just worried that all those creatures got out in the world. And (laughs) (laughs) it's amazing. So he thought that what had happened was that all of the world that he had created and all of the evil creatures had escaped the iPad and were somewhere out there in this world. And so his answer was like, 
dad, we got to delete that app. We got to delete it. <laughs> like, like we got to close Pandora's box. Classic. I was um, going to say classic Pandora's box scenario. Like, like, like things got sideways. We got to uh-huh. close it up. Like dad, you don't know what's coming. I know because I've lived in that world, but you don't know. And I'm real scared right now. And I think I need to sleep with you. I uh, I'll protect world. you. I built this yeah. world and it's coming to get us all. Yeah. <laughs> Only I can fix this. <laughs> like, like, so my dad member of the week was to uh, console my child when he thought that he had unleashed uncertain doom upon all of us uh, or certain doom upon all of us. Uh, and uh, just, you know, so that, that was it. That was, I, I wasn't prepared for that, but uh, you know, did, did the best I could. Oh man. That's my dad. Mo. That's my dad. That's Mo. wild. Awesome. Because of him, uh, spy balloons were the worst thing that, that descended upon us. <laughs> That's right. That's <laughs> because right. you saved the day you saved, you, you put ever, you put all those creatures back into the game mm-hmm. instead of being out in the world. You yeah. know what? Not all heroes wear capes. That's right. Uh, so, uh, my dad moment, um, I think was probably on, uh, you know, so Valentine's day, um, mm. Valentine's Whoa. day Whoa. is, <laughs> Where's uh, this going? Baby. no, it's not there. Um, it's eight uh, years ago on Valentine's day. <laughs> it's a big deal in this house because, um, my little gals, they, uh, they love Valentine's day. They think it's really fun with the, with, you know, the hearts and the, the stuff. But what was funny That's is how this they get year, you. So my wife does not care about valentine's day it's one of those holidays that has never been a big what? deal for her. yeah really she doesn't, mine doesn't either <laughs> she doesn't well she doesn't she thinks it's a little silly so um <laughs> we we usually do a few like you know kind of like nice things for each other or whatever but we don't go all out on valentine's day um but this year uh i was scheduled to uh have a massage like two weeks ago and the massage therapist had to cancel and the only time that they could reschedule was on valentine's day uh so basically i left work and went and got a massage by myself on valentine's day and because i was doing that uh my wife uh decided that she and the kids would do a valentine's dinner for me that the kids would help cook and she also took them uh, to go get some Valentine's presents. So they decided it was going to be like a spoiled dad Valentine's day. And it was really funny because it sort of turned the concept of Valentine's day on its head. So <laughs> these kids, they went, uh, my wife took them to um, uh, one of my kids has started Taekwondo recently and right over near the Taekwondo uh, uh, dojo where uh, she goes uh, is an Ollie's. Do you know what Ollie's is? Yeah. Ollie's is basically like if Big Lots um, like had a drug problem, <laughs> it's 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 sort of, you know, like it's some really biz- it's a really bizarre collection of things. And so my wife, not realizing what it was like in Ollie's, mm. she went to Ollie's because she'd heard people be like, oh, I found this crazy thing at Ollie's. She went to Ollie's and she told the kids that they have ten dollars each to buy presents for their dad at Ollie's. Ten dollars each at Ollie's. That is like. $60,000 at any other store. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the kids ended up buying me. Uh, I had like a giant tub of peanut butter pretzels and, a, and like a board game and a, uh, I, I got this. People can't, <gasps> people can't, people don't like know a what you're super saying. Soaker. What, what? There you go. Super Sorry. Soaker. I got like a, I, I was showing it cause it was on next to my desk. I got a super soaker. Um, all this stuff there was so there was this giant mass and my wife is laughing but we i get home and they have created this like mound of presents that they have purchased for dad and they cook dinner 
And uh, I felt like a real uh, pretty, pretty princess on Valentine's Day. And I was grateful to uh, be in the situation to receive when usually uh, being a dad is focused on like, you know, given or you being a parent you know you're you're focusing on providing for your kids and that was one time that they decided to provide for me and it was really sweet and uh i was uh grateful so that was a, a little different from my usual dad moment so you guys have turned valentine's day into another father's day not just for this one <laughs> this will never happen again it was just this one time because uh i got a uh, a massage rescheduled to a, a weird time and then they were just like oh this will be fun so oh yeah he's there. not being pampered enough on valentine's day i don't know man i, I think that being pampered every now and then is nice it's nice i'm not saying it's not i like being pampered sometimes i've changed enough pampers right <laughs> yeah now we were a loves family. If you want to, if you want to come over and change a few more, we we're no. still in there. Hard pass. No. Okay. All right. Cool. How about you, uh, Adam? What's your dad mode? Um. So I, I I was thinking about this. I didn't have anything totally spectacular that's happened recently. Um. But I just I'll, I'll go with one that I thought was pretty funny. Um. So my uh my my oldest son Cody don't call him sock Chuck. Um. <laughs> Comes <laughs> comes oh, home from sock school. Chuck. Oh, Chuck. Uh, comes home from school Stop, the other day, and uh, he's got this he's got this laptop that that they issue at, at school, and and you know they work on it in class, and sometimes he'll bring it home to do stuff, and so he uh, I, I'm I'm working from home that day, and so uh, my wife had, had gone to pick them up from school, and they brought them home, and and he he. And I'm I'm down here in the room that I'm I'm in right now doing some work, and he comes back here and he's so excited, you know, before he wants to talk about anything else or go do anything, like go out and play or, or whatever. He um he he just wants to open up his computer and show me something, right? And I was like, oh, okay, well, well, buddy, um, hey, can you can you you know unpack your backpack, go take your lunchbox upstairs, you know, um you know, to get, get yourself settled in and, and yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. He's like, no, 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 We got to I got to got to show you this right now, right now. He's so excited. So, so he opens up the computer and he's sitting there and he's waiting for it to load and waiting for it to load. And he's like, and he's like, and I'm, I'm looking over at him. He's like, no, you can't look, you can't look like something's going to show up on that screen that he wants to surprise me with. It's like, okay. And so he finally pulls it up and he, turns it around to me and what do i see i see a blown up pixelated picture of me as his backdrop on his computer screen it's my it's my professional headshot yes just blown up and totally pixelated and and covering up his entire screen on his computer so i was like buddy (laughs) buddy where where did you like what what is this like what I, i i'm flattered but why why is that on your screen? How did you get that? He's like, Oh, I I, I just typed your name into Google. Oh, <laughs> nice. He Googled you. He Googled me Aww. and he found a professional. He found my professional headshot. And he and he took the picture and he saved it and he made it his wallpaper on his computer for school. That's so sweet. And I think he just overheard me and I can hear him laughing outside the door. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> I did it to make fun of you. <laughs> Timing is everything in life, 
and I'm certainly hoping that my timing is right to deliver this message to you from the Ginther Group, a triad real estate team with a vast local knowledge. What's the question you often ask yourself when it comes to buying or selling a home? Is this the right time? Buyer's market, seller's market, low interest rates, high interest rates, doesn't matter. The answer can always be yes. You just have to strategize appropriately. And we provided many of those guides in our podcast with Blake Ginther and his team right here on this same feed. But here's a new one offered by the Ginther Group. Let's say you want to sell, but your home condition isn't ideal for a competitive marketplace. They've got a program that can help called Renovate Now, Pay Later. That's right. If your home is a little rough around the edges, you can make the improvements now and pay at closing when you sell. Contact the Ginther Group at 336-283-8689 or visit theginthergroup.com to learn more and see if it's an option for you. You can also talk to them about other helpful resources like their first-time homebuyer seminar or a real estate wealth management consultation. Whatever you need, contact them today and like me, you can become a Ginther Group client for life. You know, when, when, I, when I came back in here from, from getting my second beverage, I almost bumped my head. You know how you bumped your head on that sign, Dave? Yeah. For our last one? I almost did the same thing that this big little apparatus that's sitting here behind me. You guys, can you guys see what that there. is? Yeah, I do, I do see that. That's really kind of weird. Round, did you did 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 you see that come in or did it sort of float in at sixty thousand feet uh, in the atmosphere and just land? Someone shot the... it down and then I drove down to Myrtle Beach, retrieved it, and brought it back here to this room where. I'm so recording. this is what it is. This is what was hanging from the balloon. It was, and it is sort of it's rounder than I thought it was. I knew the balloon was round, but I didn't mm-hmm. think the other stuff supported was round. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, it's uh, it's back here just in time. Just in time. So, uh, what are you going to do with that thing? Are you going to? I think I'm just going to spit, spit, spin it, spin it. The needle on the record. Oh, he's spinning it. I could hear the wheel this time. Yeah, the wheel. The wheel figured out how to trick the noise cancellation. Yeah, the wheel is so smart. It's smarter than all of us. We work for it. Evolving. We work for it. We always have. The wheel is going to end up in Minecraft and then in all of our lives at some point and like moving around and haunting our dreams. <laughs> in hack build. The the plot of the ring is brought to uh, life by sneak in Minecraft. Yeah. Uh, it landed on me. I don't know if it ever landed on me first, but it did this time. So, uh, sure enough. Hey, side note. This yep. uh, cool is the Appalachians. Yeah, this is a beer for taking a tube down the New River. It it seems like a good summer beer. Yeah, it is poolside down the river. Yeah, yeah, beach. Yeah, you'll you'll see this one at the pool. You'll see this one at the pool this summer. Cool as the Appalachians. Yeah, cool as the Appalachians. It's got a nice mountain landscape um, on the can for its artwork. Very nice, uh, very nice, and it's 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 um. The other thing too is it's in a twelve ounce can instead of the the larger ones that most of the fiddle and fish beers are canned in. Yeah, most um, of them are sixteen ounce cans. This one's a twelve ounce can. Yep, this is and nice. So yeah, this is going to be this is going to be a very popular um, warm weather. Go to the pool, go hang out outside for an afternoon on the weekends. Yeah, this, this yeah, that's is a beach be, beer. This 4. is going to be one you're going to you're gonna have to grab some of these. Yeah, that's good. So um, good stuff. So who did the wheel land on? Uh, me. 
did. Um, So guys, uh, I teased this earlier. Give me an example of when you said to yourself in the moment that something was happening, wow, I don't know if I've ever felt older than I do right now. Yeah. As Dave plays with his mic cables. Mm-hmm. So this is an old moment. Yeah. We so usually I'll, do I'll, the dad moment. Yeah. This is, this an is old their moment. old moment. Old dad moment. Um, I'll go. I'll, I'll give you. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll start things off. Um, so uh, recently I've been having some some trouble uh, sleeping. And it's uh it's 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 not so much falling asleep, but I have I, I wake up many times during the night. Sleepy. Yeah. Bunny quotes. Um and uh apparently my 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 wife started getting concerned because I was waking up a lot, I move a lot. Um what's that? My wife, yeah. <laughs> um I, I move a lot, I've been snoring more, and she started getting convinced that I had that I might have like sleep apnea. Ooh, that yeah. And so um I, I met so my last visit to my doctor, I'm I'm actually gonna go take a uh, get get a, a consult for a sleep study. Um, so that you can figure out like what's actually happening when I'm <laughs> sleeping in the middle of the night. But you know, it's 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 become a thing. And so um, you know, and and it was getting so bad that like my my wife was like having to um sometimes leave the room because she could not sleep because I was just it, the things that I was doing were were insufferable um with the what, movement and the noise the, the hustle what, what were you doing <laughs> the snoring the the constant like jostling of the body while I'm while I'm sleeping um yeah so like all of it and so um so I, I the time when I when I th- just paused and thought to myself, I've never felt older than I do right now is when I tried to like do all these things to fix it and have a more peaceful night's sleep for both of us was one night I filled up and put a humidifier next to the bed. Mm-hmm. I put a breathe right strip across my nose. Yes. I rubbed some like um it's it's like this this uh lotion that you can buy that um is is like infused with some of the same things you get in um so it's got melatonin in it and and you rub it on your temples and on your you know on your your neck and on your shoulders and yeah not on my nipples no dave no uh, temples temples <laughs> yes correct up here <laughs> excuse me my temples are up here <laughs> And so all of that, and I, and I, and and then like, uh, my, my wife and I were in the kitchen, and like we were we were standing um at the counter drinking, and like she had mixed some like magnesium um powder in water, and like we're sitting there drinking it, like we're cheersing our plastic cups full of magnesium water before we go to bed, and so like all of that combined, and I just stopped there and paused, and I'm just like, wow. Yeah, I have never felt as old as I do right now. Breathe right strip, melatonin cream, magnesium water, humidifier by the bed. Man, you really don't want any more kids. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) If there was any chance of that happening, I mean, like cheaper than a vasectomy. (laughs) No kidding. Right. Yeah. Some of that over the counter stuff instead of the surgery. Yeah, that's it, baby. Exactly. So, 
Um, so yeah, that's my that's my uh hey, did know, it work? I feel old. Um yeah, I mean, yes and no. I mean, it it, it helped the snoring, but it's not helping me like I, I've got to figure out why I can't stay asleep. Um, I gotta because- tell you so- so keeping so um i i have a thing when we um uh, my wife is out of town this past weekend uh i i was home alone with the kids and anytime i'm alone with the kids i do a thing where i fall asleep pretty well but mm-hmm. then i wake up around yep. one or two in the morning and yep. then i'm just up for three hours um this, that's yep the same thing happens when i'm camping especially if i'm camping by myself so anytime that i am the primary person responsible for other people in my house, or I am by myself. Um, I, uh, I can't, I can't sleep through the night. I, I go to sleep and, and some of it, I, I read up on it. Some of it has to do with the idea that, Oh yeah. Are you doing the thing with, with, uh, that back in the day, nobody slept through the night. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, this whole idea that prior to uh, basically when electric lights came about or other mm. like um, uh, advanced forms of artificial light, like lamps and stuff, um, that people generally would go to sleep, wake back up, and then go back to sleep. That you didn't like the idea of sleeping eight hours at a stretch or however long is really a modern invention now that we've got memory foam mattresses and, yeah. you know, like. White noise machines, sound machines. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You got to trick your body into staying asleep for eight hours. Yeah. But I, I can't tell you the last time My that I woke up and felt, I can't tell you the last time that I woke up and felt like totally rested. And it's, Ooh, uh, it's, a, it's a thing, but, but yeah, like doing all those like home remedies to try to help me sleep better all at once was, was just a nice smack in the face of, yeah, you you ain't in your twenties anymore. Did you uh, did you smell a little bit like Vicks Vapo Rub? It's got a it's got a unique smell. It's not as it doesn't sting the nostrils the way Vicks Vapo Rub does. Nostrils. Um, Man. Well, the good thing about all that is sixty percent of the time it works. Every time. <laughs> it does. It does. And if you know, you know. Mm-hmm. Man, I yeah. love this. So, like, literally this week, like three days ago, I was in a conversation with somebody about the biphasic sleep. This idea that like. Up until really? however long ago, like you would people go to bed because I mean, like think about the wintertime, it's dark at like five. So you fall yeah. asleep by like mm-hmm. six or something. Right. And then you sleep for a couple hours, you wake up in the middle of the night. And it's interesting because it's like genetic in my uh, wife's family. So my wife, like she has this sometimes my father-in-law really does like to the point that for a while he was getting up and doing full workouts at like three in the morning. Oh my God. He's like, cause he was like, I'm either going to lay awake in the bed, staring at the ceiling, mad that I'm not asleep or I'm going to go do something. So he would get up and just like go work out and then shower and go back to bed at like four and then sleep until like seven. And, and I mean, it works as long as you don't have like a six o'clock wake up to get kids to school and stuff. Right. Right. Um, right. And his mom was like that too. So it's like multi-generational, which is kind of crazy. So, um, well, and so- you think, you think about it back in the day, you know, you would spend all, you would probably be tired, you know, because you spent all day like chopping wood or I don't know, boiling rabbits or whatever people did. And, you know, like the, <laughs> like the 1100s or whatever, you know, you, you'd spend all it's day. It's a bunny doing, foo-foo. Right. Pretty much like whatever it is. You, <laughs> bunny foo-foo you know, pouring in the water. <laughs> I break rocks all day. You know, you would do something <laughs> like that and then you'd, uh, you'd be tired and it'd be dark. And you would, you know, you drink your, your gruel or whatever, and then you would go to sleep. But, you know, at that point, it's what, 6 p.m., you know, yeah. 8 p.m., 
yep. you know, and then you, you sleep and then you wake up and you're just awake. And, uh, but yeah, a lot of people would then get together and, you know, like sometimes it'd be social, sometimes it'd be solitary, but you know, you'd sometimes eat a little meal, like, a you know, have, have a little food or something. You'd, you'd do something at night you'd, <clears throat> and do a you'd, little dance. Do a little dance, <laughs> make a little noise. Little love. Yeah. Get down tonight. Get down. Pretty much tonight. get down tonight. Get down tonight. All right. So uh, I've never felt so old. I've never felt so old as exact this exact second. I was trying to think about what I was going to talk about that makes me feel old. Except, and I was like, I don't know. Maybe it's because in my line of work, right? Like I I work with college students, right? You know, and it's like they were born at this point, like when we were in college, right? Like they were born in the year that starts with a two. Yeah, right. Like that's enough just to be like a mind trip. But yeah. that was not it. It was that's the exact moment when you're like, well, I'm feeling really old. And so I started wearing a Breathe Right strip. And I was like, oh, hold my beer. I have a preferred brand of Breathe Right strip. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Not a sponsor. Gonna, could be. Not, like it's not all about the adhesive, be. bro. It is. And it's not Breathe Right. I'm going to go ahead and just, I'm going to give a free shout out go here ahead. to do it. the Amazon brand called Clear Passage oh, Nasal Strips. I have it up on my screen right now because I'm, I'm going to look at it. Gonna look Clear at it right Passage now. Nasal Strips, extra strength, 50% stronger lift. That is the cocaine bear Whoa. of nasal strips names. We're <laughs> <laughs> just like, so what this does is it clears your passage. <laughs> <laughs> your lines Every, can be much thicker. I mean, we never forget like, your lines. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Snoring is a genetic thing in my life. As a kid, I could, I would literally be, uh, I mean, she, she doesn't listen to this, but I was woken up <laughs> many a night by the rattling, shaking of the house snores of my mother, who yes. was a floor down on the other side of the house. Like the snores were lo- like, it was a thing. And so now, like, if I somehow managed to find myself without a sufficient uh, store of clear passage nasal strips, extra strength, oh my gosh, I'm in the guest room. And here's the deal about the clear yeah. passage and why they're better than the breathe right strips. I found they, the ones for medium to large noses. Yeah, just whatever. As long as you get they the will extra be a strength. I am going after them. Oh, yeah. Medium to large Bezos noses. Money, baby extra strength, smart flex technology. Cause here's the deal with the breathe right strip in the morning, you got adhesive on your nose. You got to yep. scrape it off. Mm-hmm. The clear passage strip will hold your nose completely open. You got landed 747 in there, but then the next morning, all you do is go whoop, and your nose is clean. Like there was oh. never any glue there. It's Whoa. magic. It's a little bit of alchemy. Is it clear and, them uh, pores too? Is it a it little says bit of 20% a action? 20% superior hold for sensitive Ooh. skin. I, look, I am so confident in this product that if you buy it and do oh not gosh. like it twice as good as your breathe right strips, I will pay for it. Wow. That's you the best commercial, conversation. That's the best commercial right. we've ever done. That is. Okay. And we are I'm, so we are so convinced that you will love clear passage strips that it's a du- 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 double your money back. If you want, you're on the drive We cannot be more clear. Clear passage. <laughs> clear passage. If you, if you have a passionate preference for your nasal strips, mm-hmm. you might be a middle aged man. You might mean just look how look, soundly that guy. Just look how soundly this guy is sleeping on the box yeah, here. He is. He is sound asleep. And look I, at the I just crazy yearn. I are yearn so small. for that. I yearn for that feeling. Yeah, it's got a 20% superior hold, a 20% more coverage, and a 50% stronger lift. I want to see the spreadsheet. (laughs) (laughs) I'm ordering my 50 count right now. Oh, Oh my God. I love it. I love it. It'll arrive. Oh, my gosh. It'll arrive by tomorrow. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, oh. Bezos making it happen. It's already March. So is that your? I've never felt as old as I do until like this exact this conversation. Never, yeah, to, to when I realized I actually have a strong preference. Like, mm. like you have strong a preference for a, a nasal brand. strip. Yeah, for me yeah. it was just like you know it's like band aid. Like I breathe right. I thought breathe right was just the only thing out there. No, I'm years into the preferred brand too. Like this, Ooh. this hit a while ago. So it's gonna be awkward. Passage with my yeah. <laughs> Similarly, I I thought that maybe one of those times I felt that old was when um I ended up with a coworker who was like 22 or 23, <laughs> uh, and um and at one point quoted at length. Miami by Will Smith, bringing it full circle. And he was, he was, just, it was not registering at all. He did not have any reference for Miami. Um, I had some coworkers going to Miami and uh, I was warning them. And I said, I, I've heard the rainstorms ain't nothing to mess with, uh, but I can't feel a drip on the strip. It's a trip. Ladies half dressed, fully equipped, screaming out, Will, we loved your last hit. And he's looking at me with this face of just like, your what name is, is Tim, that? and I'm calling HR yeah, right now. I am calling no inappropriate. Idea. Ladies, half dressed for then you can't That's say inappropriate. That. You can't say that, sir. Your name is um, not Will. And I thought that that was what made me feel old. But then, as you're talking about breathe right strips, I'm realizing that like I actually have visited and received prescriptions from a rheumatologist. I have arthritis in my fingers. Uh, I uh, that I'm on an injectable medication for. <laughs> Uh, and we, uh, that's how you delivered podca- beer to my house one night for this podcast. That's right. In and a cooler that was originally containing that medication. Exactly. Uh, in my minivan that I drove over and <laughs> I am right now on a Friday night doing a podcast with my friends about being a dad. So, you know, pick any of those. Oh, plus anytime I have to use my knees. <laughs> you know, like anytime my <laughs> knee has to bend fully <laughs> or I have to walk up or down a step or uh, yeah, that, those are the times I feel old. Yeah, especially if I've like taken a run recently, then I'm just like it's it sounds like snap, crackle and pop all three mm-hmm. of the Rice Krispies guys just uh, making their voices heard every time the, I'm walking up the or down noises, stairs. the noises that come from your joints when you're just walking around the house. There's some noise up in these joints. Mm-hmm. Son. Up in mm-hmm. here, up all right. In here, that was that was good. I, I like that. I'm, I'm. Uh, wow, Does I can't, everybody we, feel we better. Have, I feel like a new sponsor. We have a new sponsor. I'm yes. gonna sleep better starting tomorrow after I, I order these. Those money. Yeah. All right. Let's. let's I've this. purchased let's the 50 thing. count pack of two eight times. Thanks, Amazon. <laughs> oh my God. Save this 400 times two. <laughs> it's 800. And that's just the 50 count pack of two. That's not the 50 count packs of one. My God. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, geez. I can tell you with the way we're going with, uh, with Pale Ales tonight. Yeah. We're wearing one tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. Gonna have okay, to. so we've clearly established for the record that we are old. Yeah. Well, let Did me it. let me reach we back and you, you'll you'll list you'll be able to hear me reaching back and yeah, listen to that crackle. 
Dave. Ooh. Hey, we landed on Dave. That's different from the first guy. That's right. Okay, so here's my. What is we're, this? Is a little bit. We're, we're just playing different ones this time, right? So, okay, mine for this week is you have to pick a TV show. Ooh, and if you haven't watched it, you have to watch four of them. If you have watched it, then I'm gonna go to a backup, and you have to watch four of that. And so we all get to do this. We all get to assign the other two members of the podcast a TV show that you think they haven't watched, but you think they should watch okay. and that you have to make them watch four episodes of. Okay. I'm inspired to do this because today, the day we're recording, is the release of maybe the one of the maybe the greatest show on TV. I don't know. Netflix, Drive to Survive, season mm. five. The real life, real housewives version of Formula One racing, which has single-handedly taken a sport that's attempted to break into the American consciousness for a good 70 years without any success and done so in five years to the point that we've gone from barely one American Formula One race to now three American Mm -hmm. Formula One races this year. And so, uh, I I mean, I'm a huge open wheel race car fan that you two know. Mm-hmm. Uh, of the IndyCar variety. And for those listeners that don't know, IndyCar and Formula One are different, similar, but different. Uh, and so I'm a huge IndyCar fan who had never watched an F1 race really mm-hmm. in his life until I watched this Netflix show. And now my kids can name you their favorite and least favorite drivers. Mm-hmm. So if you have not watched, I challenge you to watch or Drive to Survive episodes on Netflix. If you don't like it, I'll buy you a six pack of beer. If you do, Ooh. I'll still buy you a six pack of beer. Can I'll buy you two I, six packs if you don't like it. I, I will see that offer and I will raise you a 50 count of clear passage if I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Done. Uh, okay, so so I have not watched this show. Um tell me it, sell me on it. Sell what, what even it as somebody who has no interest whatsoever in F1 racing, why will I enjoy this? Okay, so I, what I would say is you you have to you need zero uh, background or understanding of of motorsports. Doesn't matter if you like racing at all. Um, most of the demographic is actually people that don't like racing, mainly because it's a very well done show. Like they, I mean, the show is just very well produced. It's well paced. They they choose good plot arcs and narratives. Like it's just good tele- television, right? Like good storylines. Um, but the thing about F one that's conducive for that is that the stakes are just so high. Um, and particularly in the first season, what they do is really interesting is they don't focus on the teams that win, which is a very counterintuitive thing for a TV show, right? To like not focus, particularly a TV show about like sports, right? Or about like competition and contest to not focus on the winners, but instead to focus on like the middle of the pack to the back markers. And essentially what for them is like an existential crisis. Like if you don't succeed, then you're gone. Like this thing that you've been trying to achieve since your you were, career, your career is on the line. Right. Yeah. And like, and for these people, like they started racing when they were kids, right? Like they're eight, nine years old. Their parents oftentimes like uproot their entire lives so they can spend 10 months of the year in Europe racing, whatever formula prep series. 
and you get to this Formula One place and you're, you're not going to win because there's such a gulf in technology and performance between the top teams and the back teams. But amongst those back teams, the difference between finishing like fifth and seventh is huge, not just in like, um, you know, overall like standings, but just in the actual financial payout. And so it's interesting to see people who are like, you know, on the margins of being able to either continue in their lifelong dream, like truly, um, or be done for the rest of their career. Mm-hmm. And so the, the show does a really good job of capturing that dynamic um, and presenting it in a way that is, you know, just compelling television. I mean, I, when I joke, it's like real housewives, like it, it's that, I mean, it's, it's a very uh, drama narrative structure, um, but it's cool because it's actually grounded in reality. Like this is not, it's not made up competition. Like the folks are actually racing, you know, competing to the end on their own merits. And so they do a good job of taking that and making it relatable and interesting. That's my pitch. Have you watched the, the ones that the creators have done on the other sports, like the one on tennis uh, Breakpoint, and the one on golf that they've done? Oh, I've not, but I'd like to full swing. Yeah. Have you just came out, right? The the golf golf one just came out full swing. Um, Breakpoint is the tennis one. I have not watched any of these, um, but I'm, you know, much bigger fan of tennis Tennis. and golf than I am of F1. But uh, from from people that have seen all of them, they've said they don't they do not compare to the F1 version. But but it's the same. It's the same people. Same premise. Yeah, I'd like to check those out, actually. So that's that's my that's my pitch. So, okay. All right. What did you say? Four, four episodes, four episodes. And if I'm not hooked or I don't enjoy it, you get 12 beers. Ooh. If you are hooked, then you get six beers. So I get beers regardless. You You get get beers beers regardless, but double beers. If you don't like it, that's how confident Mm, I am. Interesting. And we're about to find out. I think, uh, We'll see, Tim. Tim, so have you? Yeah, uh... I took this challenge, and and you know it's hard to say hooked because we do really like it. So I've been watching this. My wife and I have been watching this. We're I think seven episodes in to the first season, so we haven't exactly been like rattling through them, you know. But it is really fascinating. It is a, like I thought maybe I knew what F one was before this show, and it. By by taking these sort of like concurrent and concentric narrative arcs of the different drivers and the different teams through the first season, after the first episode, you're like, oh, wait, I don't actually know anything about this sport at all. Like, I, I sort of thought I knew what it was, but my primary um, idea of it besides, you know, from what from Dave was uh, th- this idea that it was somehow, you know, affiliated with like the Indy 500, you know, which totally different mm-hmm. kind of, you know, open wheel uh, racing. And I didn't realize that it was like, OK, so there's just like 20 guys. Yeah. And these 20 guys are the sport and they have this season that they all travel around the world to this ridiculous collection of tracks, many of which are in like, uh, you know, countries that are, are, are ruled by dictators essentially, you know, like they're, they're places like Baku, Azerbaijan, or, uh, you know, like Dubai or, or, um, uh, Abu Dhabi that have very, you know, kind of like problematic, um, human rights issues, but basically it's anywhere, any, anywhere where they're like 
people who are like, hey, you know what? I've got this giant pile of gold. I think I will build a track in the middle of my city and you will come here with your million, multi-billion dollar industry and you will race on my track. And then hundreds of thousands of people will come watch it and it'll be here for a weekend. And then tomorrow and then, you know, next week it'll be in uh, Amsterdam. Or whatever, you know, like it'll it'll be in in this other place somewhere halfway around the world. And it's really a wild, it's like a traveling roadshow of um of of billion dollar automotive um uh supremacy, uh, you know, from that that's dominated by just a few teams. But the cool thing about the show is that it shows you from the perspective of um like it's rare that they're not talking to at least in season one they're not talking to ferrari or um you know like the other like very very tippy top teams they're talking to the people who are mostly in the middle who they have f1 teams and the f1 teams are marginally successful successful enough but you're you're you end up getting really into these drivers and you're you're take you through the narrative of the episode and and you're rooting for this driver or you're rooting against the driver or whatever, but then you'll look at the leaderboard and the driver that you've been, they've really built up and that was really successful still finished like seventh, you know, in the right, you know, but because that's the episode that's focused on, it's really cool. I, I do like it a lot. It's a cool show. Yeah. Um, and so, like I say, we're about, um, okay. I'm just saying I'm, I'm almost to some beer from, from Dave. All right. So, All right. Like so that's it. the challenge. That's, the, that's challenge. the challenge. Watch so, to survive. Yep. Not drive to survive. <laughs> so Watch uh, to how imbibe. About, how about uh how about you, Adam? Do you have a <clears throat> show that you would uh challenge people? No, I'm 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 trying to think if I'm trying to think if there's a show that you guys haven't seen yet. Um that's tricky, yeah. Yeah. So we've talked about breaking bad, right? Yeah. Right. Do you guys watch Better Call Saul? I've, I've had a hard Breaking time getting Bad. into it. Yeah. Oh, so that dang. that's the one that I that I would probably go with because Breaking Bad is is one of my all-time favorites and I think one of the best shows that's that's ever been created. It's and really excellent. It is really excellent. And I think th- there's always this um there's always this assumption that a spin-off and I think it's it's rightfully so because the 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 data is there. A spinoff rarely is as good as the original. Um, there aren't too many examples of something that that has been up to up to um, that level. But I think if you give it a chance, Better Call Saul is just as good. I mean, if you're talking about like which one's better, I think you're 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 not far off in terms of the differences are nebulous um, in terms of Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. I think Breaking Bad is still the the better of the two. Better Call Saul is is phenomenal. I got to ask the non Breaking Bad guy on on the call here. Have you tried it and didn't like it, or you've just never? No, oh just, man, just ne- I think part of it was uh, it my wife like just kind of looking at it from the outside in thought this would not be something we would like. I could be wrong. She's going to listen to me. I'll be like, I never said that. Um, but, um, no. So, so I will say that my wife and I started it together and she pretty quickly was like, this is a show that you should watch on your own. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I, I definitely watched that because we had just watched Mad Men right before, Ooh. uh, and had cranked through Mad Men, which have you guys seen Mad Men? Have you watched Mad no. Men? Yeah. <gasps> no. Yeah. 
then mm. then honestly adam and is that gonna be your uh it your... might it for you because you haven't seen it like it might so... be because i think not only do i think that everyone you know should kind of like that show i I feel like maybe you would like that show. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of those shows that you would put amongst like the top shows of all time that I haven't seen. Mad Men's one Sopranos. I never watched the Sopranos. It wasn't until COVID, honestly, that I started watching The Wire. I watched The Wire during COVID. It took me Um, forever to get through the first season of The Wire. I'm glad I watched it. Yeah. You've never seen The Wire, Davis. Yeah, you got to watch that. You got to watch that. But The Wire's not one that grabs you. The Wire's tough. I think The Wire's tough to watch in 2023 because it's it. it, the things that that make shows good in 2023 are not what makes The Wire such a great show. Um, It's just, it. you know, it's if you're expecting something that's just going to be totally gripping and intense. Shakespeare. It, it correct. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's the, it's the, it's the dialogue. It's the writing. It's the characters that, that pull you in. Um, but it's dense and it, it mm-hmm. takes like, you've got, you can't, you can't multi-screen it. You can't be looking at your phone, right. you know, like you can't, uh, it, it takes a while to get through, but if you give it the attention that it deserves now, granted what I've heard from people who've watched the multiple seasons of the wire, um, like I, I finished the first season and then I was like, man, I, I'm, gr- I'm glad I watched that. And then, uh, my brother actually was like, uh, I was like, yeah, I, I maybe I guess I'll start on the second. And he's like, eh, you don't have to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the show really doesn't really doesn't become truly, uh, I, I think it, at it's at its peak until like the third season. Well, the so third- I've, my, the, what I've heard is that the first season and the third season are incredible but the, the second season's kind of like just not as good the second so, season's not great the fifth season's not great fourth season's really strong oh is it yeah yeah okay. fourth season oh. really. anyway Maybe um I'll muddle through I, yeah i i would i would i would probably throw a that's that's a show that i've watched fairly recently better call saul just because i think people um maybe cast it aside because it's a spinoff and and i i think historically speaking spinoffs do not perform well and this one, I think, is the exception to that. Um, I, I'm a huge Bob Odenkirk fan anyway. Um, I loved his character from the show. And I think they they do a phenomenal job in this one. So um, love that show. I got a question for you. Yeah. If you've never watched either, you have no idea about anything. Would you watch Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul first? Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Got yeah. it. Yeah. I, so I, 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 I accept your challenge. Four episodes of Breaking Bad will be placed into my queue. Mm. That's tough because Breaking Bad it it takes a minute. It it takes a minute um, before I it still really think, starts hooking you in. I think the first four of Breaking Bad. I I think it'll still start to get you. Maybe yeah. I think it'll be enough that you'll want to keep going. Like you you might not be like give me my Emmy nomination form for this show that came out yeah. however many years ago. I mean that um, that is fair. Like one after, of the, after like, form, one of the, but one of the most iconic scenes of the entire series is at the end of the first episode. So, um, so yeah, it's, maybe I I just think it's worth a shot. Now it it might be a you show. It might not be a a y'all show. Uh, but it's yeah. it's worth. It's worth a try. And you know what, though? He, there's a difference because uh, I watched, you watched all of, um, Dave, you watched all of uh, Game of Thrones with your wife, didn't you? Yeah. 
I watched the first, I think I've said this on the podcast before. I watched the first episode I watched <laughs> with my wife because I had seen the first couple episodes and I thought, I don't know, maybe she'll like it. I watched the first episode and she said uh, at the end of it, what about that? Did you think I'd like, uh, like she wheeled on me. What about that? Did you, wasn't, think it wasn't I'd the incest. Like? No, it wasn't. Uh, it turns okay. out it wasn't the uh, the incest that led to a small child being pushed off of yeah. a stone tower um, that uh, really made her go, ooh, let's let's just let's keep in. going. Let's yeah. get in. The, um, that's by so, the way, one of the that's still like one of the greatest quotes of all time, because I can imagine just with a dip. What about that? Did you think I would like I? I yeah. quote that to her once a week. <laughs> anytime, ooh, ooh. yeah. Any anytime I uh, I do anything that's sort of stupid and tone deaf, I'm just like, "What about that? Did you think I'd like?" Um, so I was trying to come up with some as you were going through, but a lot of these are things that I think you guys have seen. Like, I mean, obviously we've all, you know, Ted Lasso, Bluey, um, you know, stuff like that. We're all on board with Battlestar Galactica. We've all done that one, right? I have you haven't Adam Witten. Uh, that's it. That's it. Then that's the one. That's got to be that's the, one. the one. That's the yeah. one. Like so cocaine bears, cocaine beats, cocaine Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. <laughs> Battlestar Galactica is so good that I made my wife watch it a second time through, and she did because it's that good. Yeah, it's really. Amazing. We it's watched amazing. the entire show. We watched the entire show again. So, and I think we've talked about this before. It starts with a uh, miniseries. Uh, it starts with a miniseries, but when I started watching it, I didn't know there was a miniseries. So there's a miniseries and that establishes all the stuff about what's happening. And then it goes into episodes that start like regular seasons of the show. I started with season one, episode one, which takes place after the miniseries. I didn't know that there was a miniseries. So I watched it and I spent the whole first season like piecing together stuff that I was hmm. like, oh, oh, that was that guy. And like I figured it out and I was like, wow, what a what a complicated, well-written show. That's so cool. And then somebody was like, so you didn't watch the miniseries? And then I watched the miniseries and it was like everything that I had to piece together on my own was totally spelled out in the miniseries. Uh, but it, and, but it's and, still really good. And both of your wives enjoyed it. My my wife did. She was like surprised at how much she enjoyed Battlestar Galactica, but she loved it. She still says it's amazing that it's one of those great shows. So I'd say okay. Battlestar Galactica, Mad Men's another one that uh yeah. that I, you know, since you haven't yeah. done that one. Um, but let me see. But Dave, Dave is nodding to all these. So I was I was making a list. Um, oh, Dave, Watchmen. Have you watched that one? Mm. I've Watchmen. not watched Watchmen. Watchmen on HBO. That is an excellent, excellent show. Mm. Got it. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, ooh, ooh, I, I think that's ooh. the next show I'm looking forward to watching is HBO is a succession season four of succession. Yeah, I haven't seen season one of, a, of succession. Oh, succession. We gave up on season three. We, we really? quit. We'll go back to it. We'll go back to it. Oh, mm. um, but uh, uh, the other one was uh, 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 oh, wait, hold on. Where is it? Um, oh, where were we? You said Watchmen. What do we what before Watchmen? Uh, oh, The Leftovers. The Leftovers. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that. Oh, the left. Have you seen that? Nope. Okay. So that's one that though, that one's tricky because I can't swear that everyone will love that show. This is one, this is one that's like the, um, it's the, uh, the, it's the anchovies of shows. It's the, no, no, that's not a great example. It's the foie gras of show. Maybe like it's not, how is that a better? Okay. It's not for everyone. It's not for everyone. Like everyone is not going to love that show, but if you love it, you are going to love it. Like, I think that it's one of the 
coolest shows I've ever seen. And we talked about this someday because your brother likes this show. Sounds right. Yeah. Sounds right. How long does it, how long does it take you to know that you're going to love it? I don't know That's because for me, question. I really enjoyed. So, so it's tricky. Cause I don't know how many episodes there were. There may have only been eight episodes. The first season was good. The second season was incredible. The third season was, was good. So it was like, it, it's a little bit of an ebb and flow, but the first season basically establishes a world. The second season takes that to In 11. World. And then the third season settles everything out and it's only three seasons and they're not long seasons either, but it's a very strange show. The premise is that a sort of rapture like event happens, right? It's not like explicitly religious or whatever, but a rapture like event happens and uh, three, I think it's 3% of the world's population just disappears. They just disappear. And so then the rest of the world is just the sitting le- around the, left- the leftovers, the leftovers, right? The other 97%. So again, it's like most people didn't go anywhere, but then everybody else just has to figure out like what to do now. You know, they can't explain it. They don't know what happened. And so they're just trying to figure out like, what do we do now? This weird thing happened and we're all just kind of trying to figure it out. It's incredible. It's a great oh, show. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I think we all have our uh, marching orders. We'll report back. We've got homework. Battlestar Galactica. Uh, Better Call Saul, Mad Men, or no, Battlestar Galactica, and uh, Drive to Survive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's give it a little uh, spinny spin. One more spin. That land on. Let's see. Is that is that? Tim or Dave? It, uh, it's uh, yeah. It looks like wait. Oh, Dave just went. Dave just went. Yeah, he did. So thankfully, so it's landed, probably him again. Thankfully, it landed on on you actually. Oh, thank yeah. Thank, thank the good. I don't. I don't think Dave had another savers. topic. I, you probably didn't. Yeah. So probably whew, got yeah, lucked out on that one. Okay, clean break. I'm gonna go for a third beer because that last one was four point nine percent in twelve ounces. Ooh. I'll be right back in two okay. seconds. Hold on, guys. So recently, I'm recording our financial podcast and talking with Jennifer Johnson of Three Magnolias Financial Advisors, and the phrase hits us, debt-free in 2023. Makes for a good headline, but we can all admit it's pretty aggressive. Even if that's unrealistic, you can still make this the year you get serious about your financial goals. Saving for retirement, saving for your child's college education, those might be realistic. Now, where do you go? You could do a web search and get 10 different answers, or you could go to a professional who knows your financial goals and concerns and treats you like a friend. We believe the best financial advice flows from a comprehensive plan with a local advisor committed to seeing you achieve your financial goals. If this sounds like it's for you, you can check out Three Magnolias Financial Advisors right here in Winston-Salem. Their website is 3magnoliasfinancialadvisors.com. You can learn more there or you can give them a call, 336-701-1600, and schedule a complimentary introductory meeting. Be comfortable with your financial future. 3 Magnolias Financial Advisors, retirement, financial planning, and investments. 
Securities offered through Satara Advisor Networks, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Three Magnolias Financial Advisors. Three Magnolias Financial Advisors and Satara Advisor Networks are not affiliated. Satara is under separate ownership from any other named entity. All right, Tim, what is your topic? My topic is, um, so uh, the other day I was listening to a uh, a podcast about movies. Podcasts, who needs them? They're weird, right? After you Um, listen to our podcast. After I listen to our podcast that comes out crisply every six weeks. Mm. uh, I was listening to another (laughs) podcast uh, about movies, and they were talking about the movie Heat by uh, Michael Mann's uh 1995 i think movie heat and they referred to it as a quote dad movie they felt like this was uh a quintessential 1995 dad movie uh so that got me thinking i was like huh dad movie that feels like i'm i and i know another podcast about dad stuff um so that got me thinking about dad movies when you think of dad movie what comes to mind now not movies about dads these are just movies that like dads would enjoy we've talked before about dad music and uh you know things like that we just i guess tv 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 shows yeah tv dads but what about dad movies so when you think of dad movie Hmm. what do you think of wait wait so i gotta jump in there before we do the dad movies yeah Yeah, let's get it you you say the movie heat i've never i've never seen the movie heat oh brother except for y'all will remember coffee hall oh yeah yeah Mm. that's a whole toy that we live in R.I.P. Uh, there was a man. Out. There was a man known as Woot Sneaky Bob. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, code name Woot Sneaky and Bob. All your base. He was very particular about setting up some surround sound mm-hmm. in the dorm. And dorm. the movie that he would use to test the quality of the surround sound, particularly the base of the subwoofer, mm. was Heat. There was a scene where there were a lot of machine guns and bullets and. There was a lot of lot of action happening. Yeah, that was the scene that he would use to determine whether or not the surround sound was perfectly calibrated in the twelve by twenty foot room that we lived in. And they so I've not seen I've not seen Heat, but that's my memory of it. They used almost zero sets in Heat. It was uh, it was shot entirely on location. I think they might have done one or two green screen things when they couldn't quite get the background that they wanted. Uh, but it was it was a real wild movie. Um, it was kind of expensive too for what it is. Uh, and uh, but man, wait, it's a stellar movie, but dad movie, quintessential dad movie. Hmm. So, when you think of a dad movie, what what do you think of? Field of Dreams, great nah. answer, great mm. answer. I think that's a great answer. That's very Over, overrated dad. movie. Um, I did no, 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 no. We didn't say best dad movie. We just said most quintessential dad movie. Okay. See, I think of a dad movie as something that you quote with other dads. So if oh, I'm hanging out okay. like with you guys, for example, what's what's a movie? What are movies that we would quote incessantly? Anchorman, old school. Yeah. Swingers. Wedding Swingers. Crashers. Yep. Wedding, Wedding Crashers. crashers. Uh, oh, my, uh, my yeah, cousin Vinny, Ferris Bueller. Talladega Nights. Talladega Nights. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I thought of? Because, Dave, this was the if, – if you would have said – Yes. Without knowing that the answer was Heat, if you would have said, what was the movie that our 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 old friend Woot Sneaky Bob would have used to calibrate his surround sound? You know what movie I would have said? And this is my – this is a, a submission for my dad movie. Do you know, you know what I'm going to say? Gone in 60 Seconds. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, hey. my God. I just I, realized that I 
I, I, that that uh, that really doxes my uh, one of my kids. <laughs> one of one of my what? children's real name is the same name as one of the cars. <laughs> in, in, oh yeah, yeah you're right. Okay, so I'm gonna do the Venn diagram of people that listen to this podcast <laughs> and the people of seen God in sixty seconds and the kid people that can know put your that kids. together. Right, and the it three never, people it that never rains, but it pulls. Yeah, <laughs> the, the three people in that Venn diagram are all in this podcast. That's so fine. That's fine. It's just right. Us. It's just right. With us. Us. Safe. It's just us. Yeah, that's oh rad. God. Okay, I bought. I remember. I, I don't know if you guys remember. I had a DVD player. I had a DVD player. Bought it at the did. Walmart in Boone, North Carolina, and mm-hmm. I. It was a big deal, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like ninety nine dollars, right? But I had a DVD player, and the only DVD I had was Gone in sixty seconds, and yes. the song Wait, "Bring really Sally Up" by. Era. I That was from yeah. that album that he sold like every song. He did. Mm-hmm. He did. A yeah. lot of bangers like, on that one. Oh every my God, single you... song on the whole album, he was in a commercial or a movie. Like every single one of them got got sold. Randall Rains. The GT500. Devil Rains, but it pours. GT500. That's how he ended a phone. Remember, that's how he ended a phone call at one point in the movie. What a movie. What a movie. Angelina yeah. Jolie doing the thing where she turns with her with her like, blonde dreads. Yeah, know. with the blonde yeah. dreads, and she does the yeah. thing where she hits the button and winks. Uh-huh. You know, like that whole thing. Yep. Was, it was man. It was a moment. Oh, it was a moment, yeah. wasn't it? Oh my god. So there you we go. Watched, there, we watched way too much Gone Six. So we we really mentioned a lot of quotable movies. but yeah. I think I think my dad movie is is Gone in sixty seconds. Yeah, that that's a good choice. Thank you, thank you. When I think of quintessential dad movies, uh, I think of something like. Um, uh, the two that pop into my head for the quintessential dad movies are uh, Saving Private Ryan and Tombstone. Uh, <laughs> just because when I think of like uh, dads, I tend to think of like our dads. And there's that weird fascination when like if there were if there was just a random if you were in high school and there was a random friend's dad yeah. uh, and you were to like walk into their friend's dad's house and they were sitting in the living room or whatever, and they were reading a book or, you know, something like that, it would probably be about either world war two or like the old West, the, old the West. civil war, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, like it was something in that yeah. trajectory. It was somewhere between 1850 and 1950 was probably what the book was about. Uh, it was like one of those, uh, you know, Gettysburg type books or, yeah. you know, so like tombstone and um, saving private Ryan are two examples that really like capture that essence. I got another for one for you. What's that? Shawshank Redemption. That's a dad movie. Yeah, yes, it's that's a, great a movie. movie. Mm-hmm. It's a great movie. That's so good. You're a dad. God, Almighty, a quote from that movie sat in my like AOL Instant Messenger profile page for get busy, years. Get busy living. Life comes nope. down to a simple nope. choice. Nope. Hope is a good thing. Maybe the best of uh, things, and no good thing ever dies. That's right. You've mentioned that on a podcast before. That's we right. were just talking that was about my this quote the other day about how when someone first described to me what Twitter was. Uh, they described it to me and then I was like, oh, so like an AOL away message. <laughs> <laughs> that was what uh, they, they were like. Oh, yeah. So like whatever you're just thinking about, whatever you just is on your mind, it could be like a quote from something or whatever, but it's got to be short yeah. and it's got to be something catchy. And it's just like a little phrase or whatever, yeah. like what you're up to, it. where you've been, what you're up to, what you're doing, you know, what you're thinking about, like just whatever's Wellburn. on your mind, you know, yeah, and here, here's a good here's a good test, I think, for what what makes a dad movie. 
for for those of us that have cable, I, I have YouTube TV. I don't know what you guys have. I don't have cable, but I have YouTube TV. Directv stream. What is a what is a movie that you will stop on if you're just flipping through channels and you see it on like TBS or TNT or AMC, but you will stop on it and watch it every single time? That's yeah. a dad movie. There's a genre for me. There's a genre of movies that will every single time will will pull me in. A lot of the movies we've talked about are, are outside of that. But the, the one that's going to get me every time is uh, like late 90s sci-fi, mid to late 90s sci-fi. Like it, you want to give me Demolition Man? Judge oh, Dredd, yes. you, you know, like something like that. I, every single time, you know, your Jurassic Parks of the world to to use a more prestige example. Um, uh, oh, uh, go back in the eighties. Phoenix too. is a great villain. Simon movie, Phoenix is an incredible villain. He is mm-hmm. so good. He really is. He is so good. And you go back a little farther. You go back to Total Recall, Running oh, Man. Total Recall, so good. You, you you know, like all of those Terminator. They, they, Terminator will get me. Well, Terminator Two especially. Yep. Um. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Th- every time, every time, those yeah. will pull me right in. I'll be back. Starship Troopers, yeah. RoboCop, Starship Troopers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> those every time. I I cannot pass them. I can't. Yeah. Yep. That's a dad yep. movie to me. Is is a is it is it how much do you quote it, especially around other dads, and then b will you stop on it every time if you're just flipping channels and you find it and you're like, ooh, I gotta watch it. Even well, if you've seen those, it fifty times, there are those movies that that that's how they like. Uh, uh, Shawshank Redemption is a good example. Like mm-hmm. TBS kind of made that movie. Like it didn't yeah. do that well in the theaters, right. and then and then there was an entire cable network that seemed just dedicated to showing that movie. And it, uh, R.I.P. to Raquel, by the way. Oh yeah, oh, that's that's wrong. what I know her from. Oh. When, when I saw that, when I saw that she passed away, oh. I was like. Oh yeah, she was the she was from the poster. She was the poster. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, poor thing. Mm, Sorry to take it down that that road. Yeah, poor one out. I I think about like it's it's interesting to think about like so different angle on it. Right, it's like the movies that I don't know if you guys were like this, but like my dad had movies that he loved, right? And like for the age that we are, it was things he recorded off of TV onto a VHS. Yep. Oh yeah, that's how I watched most of my movies when I was a kid. Sure. Right, like it was like that's how know, I watched was... Star Wars. That was how I first experienced. Star oh Wars. my god, that's awesome. Back to the Future right? was the big one for us. Back yeah. to the, fe- the original Back to the Future, we watched oh six hundred thousand times, and it was always in a dub version. When the first time I watched a version of that movie that actually had the couple of uh, curse words that were were uh, bleeped out for the when uh, this thing hits eighty eight miles per hour, you're going to see some yeah. serious yeah. And I didn't know that those were in the movie. Like I, I sort of did, yeah. but every time I had watched that movie, first of all, it hadn't no curse words in it at all. But yeah. the other part was that every, you know, like whatever, 13 minutes or so, there would be a part where it just went where uh, someone <laughs> had stopped the recording on the VCR and then started it again after the commercials. Yep, Which, yeah. that took some yeah. dedication because you had to anticipate so you could sit there, hit the button. There yeah. were four of us, you know. There were four yep. children. Somebody was going to have to sit. Somebody had the job. Here. Somebody had yeah. the job. That's right. So, uh, you know, so mine are like. I'm going to oh, go turn ahead. on while you're talking. I'm going to turn on uh, YouTube TV here. I'm going to flip around and see if there are any dad movies oh, at all. Oh yes, on here. Go yes. ahead. Oh my go god. Ahead. Okay, so I'm going to name some old. And my dad's movies were old school movies. So it was like uh, Murphy's War with Lawrence Olivier. 
Wow. Uh, okay. Quiet Man with yeah. uh, with John Wayne. John Wayne. That was shot um, in Kong, Ireland. I at least part of it. I sat in a cafe in ireland when we were on our honeymoon uh and there was a plaque on the wall that was like in this this cafe was used as one of the uh locations for the quiet man with john oh Lane. my god it's like that's what I, I was rhubarb like, pie in that yes yes like i can sing that whole song from the quiet man um let's see we watched a lot of papillon but the one i remember the most of was the great escape that was the yes. one that like resonated like <laughs> Oh, Steve McQueen, right? Yep, Steve McQueen, uh, amongst many, many others. Like that yeah. song made such a Bronson impact was that, in that. Yeah, Charles Bronson. So um, na- named named the first dog. I don't remember this dog well. Hiltz. Uh, oh my gosh, Hiltz. Hiltz. Hiltz was named after Steve McQueen's character. His name was Hiltz. <laughs> Kula. Kula Hiltz. Kula. Yeah. Steve That's McQueen did all his own stunts on a motorcycle jumping fence wire in Nazi Germany. All right. So so here you go. Uh, what you, you guys got? are going to say dad movie or not a dad movie on okay. the E! Network, Men in Black 2. Uh, dad movie at this point. Dad movie at this point. Uh, let's see. We're old enough. On CMT, Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Oh, I don't know. Though I, I will go, going back to uh, Men in Black 2. I will say that most Tommy Lee Jones movies are are at least like well like ooh U.S. Marshals yes. and The Fugitive. Yep, dad movies. The Fugitive, dad movie. Fugitive, oh, especially. Fugitive. Yes. Oh my uh-huh. god. Anything with Harrison Ford, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah most of them. What else yeah. we got? Uh, Hangover Part Two on FX. Eh. No. Uh, let's see. We, I, did, I feel like I, I watched watch that the TV in Ireland. These also. are great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is this uh, Hunger Games. No. Nah. Oh, here you go. Uh, Film in North Carolina. There. I think I, I feel pretty confident this is going to be a yes on BBC America. A few good men. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. That's it. Mm-hmm. Courtroom yes. courtroom procedurals. I feel like fall into that category. Well, there, there's there's 27 minutes left in the movie. So I think we're about to get to the uh, you can't handle. By the way, the, the story is fascinating in terms of the way Jack Nicholson filmed the last parts of that movie. Spoiler alert: the uh, the and actual if you, and if you and if you pay attention to it, you'll notice that Jack Nicholson is never on camera at the end of that movie with anybody else in the shot. Oh, he shot it up. Was it reshoots or or did he? Uh... He basically like he 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 bailed from the set before anybody else because of like his his schedule and what hmm. they agreed to. Interesting. Cool. So my my wife actually did Ooh, a project speed to did, did work did work with the. Uh... Oh wait, can anybody hear me? Yeah, I got you. Oh, yeah. So my uh, my wife actually did uh, a work project with the real attorney. The fugitive they, is on Pop the, Network. Oh, that wins. <laughs> fugitive wins. And, and, and wait, hang on. You get two guesses on Pop Network after the fugitive. What movie's on next? Speed. Nope. Damn it. it. So after it all comes back around, come on. And it's not U.S. Marshals. Men in Black. No, come on, guys. Where did this whole conversation start? Oh, God, I don't know. Heat. 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 Days of ago. course it's heat. heat? Is it really heat? It's heat. Heat is on. <laughs> it's got to be heat. On That's Pop it. Network. After it. Pop oh Network should be called That's Dad it. Network. Stop there. Also, Stop there. Yes. It's also a three-letter palindrome. That's, That's full circuit. <laughs> That's it. Heat. That's it. That's what she wrote. Stop with heat. Stop with heat. Heat to cruise control. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> heat to turn down the thermostat. Heat 2. You know what the theme to Heat 2 was? 
It went something like Hey, thanks for listening to this episode on the Triad Podcast Network. Our mission is simple. Provide information, advice, and stories about the people and places that make the North Carolina Triad such a great place to be. You can find us by searching Triad Podcast Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much wherever you like to listen. If you like what you heard and want to support the show and those that contribute, we would truly appreciate a rating and review on your favorite podcast app. It helps spread the word along, as do your shares on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Triad Podcast. To get in touch with us, simply email info at triadpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. Oh,